Hello and welcome to Same Here. Me too. This is our podcast. Where we open up the conversation about life and share our experiences. The raw, the real. Don't forget the embarrassing. (laughs) Of course, and all the juicy tidbits of our lives. Telling our stories and what we've learnt as young women in our 20s. Nothing is off limits. Giving you true life unfiltered. The podcast that makes you realise you're not alone. Hello and welcome back to Same Here. Me too. I'm your host, Naomi. And I'm your host, Cora. What's up? (laughs) That was just a pause. What's up? So, hello and welcome to our very first recording of our After After Dark Dark episode. episode. This has been long awaited for us and we are so excited to be um, recording this this time round. Yeah, we're super excited. I mean, we came up with this idea of an After Dark episode probably before we even came up with the idea for our actual podcast. And the reason for it is because at the time, Cora and I were talking about a lot of things that in normal modern day society it's still a bit taboo can't um, talk about can't really talk about so we came up with this idea and before we do dive in Corey is going to give a very gentle reminder to our listeners um that our after dark episodes are for 18 plus listeners only if you are under the age of 18 we highly recommend that you do not continue listening to the episode this is just because we'll be discussing themes of a sexual nature but don't forget to tune into next week's episode yes absolutely we cannot wait to have you back with us next week um so these after dark episodes as we mentioned last week they do happen every six weeks so our next after dark episode will be episode 12 um but yeah i mean before we dive in let's have our weekly check-in Cora, fill us in. What's been going on in the world of you? The world of Cora, God, it's been... Well, it was New Year's, so it's just been... How was New Year's? Oh, God. (laughs) New Year's was lovely. So if you listened to our last week's episode, you were wondering what we were doing. So we we had a house party at Naomi. There was a really small group of us. It was just one of our best friends, um, or two of our best friends, and just us kind of thing. Um, but I made very deadly punch. Oh, deadliest deadly punch. Deadly punch. I will put the recipe on our Instagram if you're keen to have deadly punch. Oh my gosh, so good. It was good, actually, though. Um, I, we also made some vodka jelly shots I made. So we They're have disgusting. <laughs> I don't know why anyone would want to do jello shots. They are great because they d- literally don't taste like shots. They're literally just like you do them, you're like, mm, that's nice, it's like a jelly. I mean, I will admit, I don't like jelly at the best of times. I don't understand why people eat jelly. It's just not a good time you like the hard jellies you don't like the soft jelly yeah yeah anyway so we did those <laughs> um and then we also came up with a game called trick punch pong which if you follow us on instagram you would have seen us playing um, oh my gosh what a good time which seriously it takes beer pong to a whole oh, new no, level oh it completely does so, good. so much fun um but so yes yeah, so we had new year's lots of alcohol was consumed i probably went to bed about half six in the morning so i watched the sunrise which was quite nice Made uh, friends with someone in my building. Yeah. Good old, I think his name is Luke. Yeah, Dr. Luke. Dr. Luke, Dr. Luke. Yeah, Shout absolutely. out Dr. Luke. Yay. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so that was quite good. So the next couple of days have been very much recovering from New Year's. I did hang, I did have lunch with my beautiful girlfriend Fallon, um, which is always nice. Um, and me and my, my housemate Claire went out for drinks as well. I don't know. It's been a lot of drinking this weekend, actually, just going <laughs> to think about it. I had a lot of drinking. So it's, basically been a week of drinking because i'm still on holiday from work you are a whole indeed. week of work so yeah it hasn't been i haven't been very actually today was very productive i wrote all my goals down for 2021 which we'll discuss in next week's episode yes um, so episode. yeah exactly so yeah but that was me what about you naomi how was your week mine's been much the same i mean we've spent quite a fair bit of it together we've mm. had 
Yeah. Far too much alcohol consumed, I will admit. I mean, I'm not having the best time physically now. I'm like, oh, gosh, okay. Let's have a bit of a detox. Um, And, yeah, I mean, it's been cool. It's been chill. I was back to work today, so it's a Monday today that we're recording our episode. Um, And, yeah, back to work this morning. But still really chill. Yeah. It's good getting yeah. back into it. I mean, I was had back a yacht into a party. Back into a routine yeah. a little bit, yeah. But yeah, I had, had a yacht party yesterday that I attended. <laughs> Casually, I had a yacht Casually party. Yacht, yacht party, was, went jet boating as well. No, it was good. It's just great having some time to chill. But for me, what I find is now I've had that bit of time off. I've had my, you know, few days of copious amounts of food and alcohol. And now I'm ready to get back into it, get back into the routine and really kick some goals in 2021. So I'm really excited for next week's episode as well, because I, I love talking about goal setting, as you know, Cora. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And so the other thing also this week I was, I was thinking about, because it's obviously the new year and everything. And this is my first year where I'm actually going in single. Ooh. Yeah. Like, so every other year recently, I always see had a boyfriend um, or I had a partner and had a little smoocheroo. Exactly. So this is my first <laughs> year that I'm actually gone into a single. So it's really funny because I was talking to Naomi about kind of now that I'm single, I've got to you know do a lot of things myself to especially sexual <laughs> pleasure wise to kind of fulfill to kind of fulfill that urgent yeah. need. So I was talking to Naomi because I was like I don't have actually many sexual um, sex toys in the UK. I mean the Australia. Sorry, in Australia. In the UK, I had quite a few. Here, I don't. So I was like, I need to kind of top up. So I was talking to Naomi. Top up. Top up. To top up. Well, like you know what I mean. it on the phone. Exactly. So I was saying to Naomi, kind of, what kind of toys, do, like, I in the past, I've never really bought my toys. They've already been bought by other people. So <laughs> <laughs> I kind of was like, oh, where do I kind of start? What do I look at? Because as most of you know, there is copious amounts of toys mm. out there. So that kind of leads us into this week's episode a little bit. Yes. I mean, this week we are going to talk about sex toys. Absolutely. Because why not? Because why not? And I think the big thing is, like I said, I am somebody who, when it comes to buying sex toys, I'm really lost. Like I don't even know where to start. So we obviously did some research and how to talk about it. So this week's we're going to be kind of talking about um what to look for when buying a sex toy, what type of sex toys to actually get Mm. and what's going to actually fit what you need. Um, We're also going to talk about kind of research into toys. So talking about kind of what they're made of, does that make a difference, you know, how how you use them, when you use them and all those type of of areas. Um, And then, yeah, so we're just going to kind of be covering it in from those, almost like a buying guide for you. Yeah, our, we, our, our own buying you know, guide. Same here, me too, buying guide to sex toys. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what we're going to be talking about. Yes, absolutely. So that's what we're going to be covering in today's episode, which we're super excited to share with you. Um, but before we do, we will just put in a quick disclaimer and just say everything that we are sharing with you today, it is from personal experience or from personal research. We are by no means experts or professionals in this area. So please take everything that we say at your own discretion. Um, always do your own research into when you're buying sex toys, you know, make sure you are mm, buying what works yeah. for you. Um, we're just sharing our own personal experience as mm. we do in all of our episodes. So with that being said, me and Naomi went away and did some research because you know we like to do our research and get our Absolutely. stats together. So the things that we looked at, which is the big big thing for me was the material that um, sex toys are made out of because I think that's something that people always overlook Mm -hmm. they think about more the function it gives um, and the type of product it is but they don't actually think about how it's physically made Mm. so we looked into the research of kind of 
the materials each type of sex toy uses and what kind of materials you should be looking for and what kind of materials to avoid. Yeah. Um, and then we also talked about kind of, you know, looking at kind of how people take charge of their sexuality and when they're, when they're buying sex toys, you know, is there a difference between what type of sex toys people will buy and for what reason um, as well? So Naomi has got all the st- stats in front of her. <laughs> I do not have the stats in front of me. So in regards to materials and the way the sex toys are made up, what did you, what did you discover? What we discovered? Well, before we even dive into materials, I first... <laughs> Cora's like, well, I laid it out so beautifully, but now... Exactly, now, now I go topsy-turvy. <laughs> Again. Um, so, no, the first thing that I want to say is sex toys, the industry, the market is booming. Oh, yeah. Right? It's so funny how it's such a taboo topic and we don't really talk about it as much as we can and we should because it's all about taking control and and charge of your own sexual pleasure and exploring that. Um, But it's still really taboo in society. And so one of the things that I found really interesting while we're doing our research is that according to one study that I found, um, the sex toy market... Brings in $15 billion a year. Whoa. I'm like, that, that's, that's a big number. That's, that's a number. It's just a number, right? Um, and on top of that, between like 2015, so in 2015, it was actually sitting at $20 billion. This is another uh, study that I found. And compared to now, or, in, or last year, 2020, um, it had risen up to $31 billion. And they're actually predicting that it'll rise up all the way up to $52.7 billion by 2026. Wow, that's crazy. So, so just in like, you know, almost less than 10 years, yeah. it's going to jump that dramatically. Exactly. And what that really shows and what really showed me is more and more people are taking charge of their sexual pleasure. Yeah. And they are exploring that more, which is super exciting. But at the same time, we still seem to be quite a long way away from being able to have these conversations in everyday life. Absolutely. You know, it's really interesting how, like, it's booming, but it's also not, Comple- you know? Completely. And I think I've only had, like, this conversations about buying sex toys with my partner. Mm. Like, I've never discussed it really with friends. Like, I've only really been discussing it with you now that I'm single. Mm. I don't have a partner to kind of discuss these things with. I think one time when I was a little bit hipsy, I mentioned it to friends of mine. But it was just, you, it, there was that taboo where you just, I was like, I, I, I can't talk about it. So, because mm. you freely, like, you're not going to sit in a pub with friends, how you drink and have discussing sex talk toys. Talk about your vibrator. Exactly. <laughs> you're not going to do that. You're not going to talk about your vibrator. Because someone walked past and like, what? No, that's not allowed. Mm. But why shouldn't it be allowed? It's something that we all probably do. Mm. And it's so, it's so, it's so, it's so. It's so. I mean, look, it's apparently, uh, according to one of the other studies, same study that gave me the awesome stats about how big the marketplace is. Um, in the States, apparently 65% of females actually own and use toys. 65%, that's more than half the population. And so, yes, it's this... Cora's just hydrating everyone, it's fine. Sorry. If you hear swallowing, that's what she's doing. It's not a sexual thing. Um, <laughs> no, we're just having some water. Um but it's really interesting when you're thinking half the population is using these things, but we're not talking about it. Yeah. And so, again, that is why we're talking about it today because, as Cora mentioned, she's only ever really spoken to her partner about it. Mm-hmm. Me, on the other hand, I'm 
very curious about sex, about sexual health, about um, sexual pleasure. That whole thing really interests me and has done for a while because my research brain goes into overdrive and I've wanted to explore heaps of different things. And so for me, having those conversations, it's about, first of all, getting rid of that taboo and, and being okay to have those conversations and also understanding that not everyone wants to have those conversations and that's okay as well. Yeah, absolutely. But knowing that if you are someone who wants to have the conversation and you kind of feel like you haven't got anyone to talk to, that's kind of what this episode is for, is that, you know, you're having a chat with mm-hmm. us. Yeah. And um, yeah. So with that said, Naomi, going back to my original question when I laid it out so perfectly <laughs> and you just completely talked around, what materials... <laughs> Oh, Cora, do you want to know what materials? I want to know what the materials. <laughs> <laughs> but the types of sex toys they use, what type of materials should our listeners be looking for? Mm-hmm. Or listeners, should I be looking yep. for as what well? What should you be I, looking for? <laughs> what should I be looking for when I go out um, and start researching and start looking to buy my sex toys? Look, the number one thing, and this is obviously everything comes uh, at a different price range. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got to look at what you're willing to spend. But the best one to go for is silicon. Um, because it is body safe. So you want to make sure it's body safe. Any sex toy that you are using needs to be made of a body safe material. So either silicon, silicon is fantastic because it's non-porous, it's super easy to clean and it's also really soft. So it's actually a really nice one to use, especially as a female. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't speak for men because I'm not a man, but it's very nice to use as a female. The only thing that I will say with uh, silicon toys is make sure you're using water-based lube. Do not use silicon lube because it will basically just destroy your toy. Um, I've actually made that mistake. <laughs> okay, so that's, so basically if it's silicone, don't put a silicone with it. If yeah. it's non-silicone, you can use silicone. Exactly. But I mean, for the most part, it's I like find a magnet. water-based. Two things, the yeah, don't, poles don't, no. opposite poles attract, not the same poles. Yeah. Um, but it, I think like personally, water-based lube is better anyway. Um, side note, side but note. the other material, if you can't get silicon or that's out of your price range, the other one that you can look at is ABS plastic, which again is another body safe material. Um, is also not porous. The only difference is it is not as soft as silicon. Um, so with these ones, if you're buying online, I always look at silicon because for the most part, it's going safe. to have that really yeah. nice feel. With ABS plastic, it's a bit harder, it's a bit tougher, it's not as wonderful to use. So if you're buying it online, you can't really feel it. Whereas if you go to a sex shop um, or an adult shop, then you can actually feel it and And see see how hard it is. Yeah, yeah. see what it feels like like to you. So those are the two main ones. The one to absolutely avoid is anything that feels like jelly. Uh, The reason for that is because they basically, like it's a feeding ground for bacteria and you shouldn't be putting that anywhere near any parts of your body yeah so um yeah those, stay away from the jelly let basically stay away from jelly anything that feels like jelly looks like jelly um don't use it see jelly you don't want jelly <laughs> coming back, back to, to jelly the, shots jelly shots <laughs> what i'll write my jelly shots um but yeah those are those are the main two of course when you start to like explore and if you want to go luxury you've got your silver and your gold and your glass i would never use glass but people like it um but those obviously become then a bit more pricey if you're looking at a silver or a gold yeah Yeah, absolutely okay so with that kind of in mind when so when for me personally 
I look to, because obviously there are so many different types of sex toys mm-hmm. out there. Like you go into a shop and you're kind of overwhelmed with mm-hmm. where do I start? Even when you're online, it's like choose a category, you click vibrators, and it's like a, like a 15 yeah. page list of like types of vibrators. Yeah. So for me, how I narrowed down is what I wanted was what pleasure do I want? Yes. It's so for, for me, it was clitoral. Yeah. I wanted that vibration that clitoral sensation so i looked towards the vibrators themselves yeah. instead of looking towards you know a dildo yeah. a dildo for example but what are like personally i think vibrators are going to be the higher thing for ladies mm. but is there any stats that we have on the types of sex toys people are using we actually do in fact oh, have stats go. on that of course we do um stats on everything yeah no the the main one the most commonly owned is a vibrator and then the second one is a rubber penis so a A dildo dildo. um i've never actually owned a dildo i've only ever had vibrators um i don't think i've ever owned a dildo i think i have a rabbit Mm. which obviously has a dildo attached to it fair yeah i suppose like yeah kind of counts yeah that kind of counts but i don't i don't think i've ever gone with a pure dildo no no but so which you, brings me to that actually brings me to a question it's really funny if you're yeah. going to ask me the same question <laughs> is how do you, do you obviously you prefer a vibrator yes does that mean you prefer clitoral stimulation over internal stimulation yes yeah, so i do um personally because again i'm i've been my sexual kind of history which we'll go into other episodes <laughs> on that has been very kind of it's it's taken a journey. Like so I've got on a little big mm-hmm. sexual journey, which we'll discuss in later episodes. But yeah, I definitely prefer more the that stimulation. Yeah, and I think vibrators just came to my head. I think the reason why vibrators are probably so heavily used is because it's easier to use in like, on in on, on, on as a couple. Yeah. So you can use it as, on your own, yeah. but also with your partner, it's easier to use. Whereas in dildo, it's kind of like well. I mean, for, for for lesbian couples, yeah, obviously a dildo would be more yeah. usable, like a strap or something like that. But I think if you're if an, in a heterosexual couple, there's no point using a dildo because you've got the right, you've got the thing right there. Like, <laughs> you've got the equipment. <laughs> the equipment's right there. So that's kind of possibly why that is. Mm. See, it's funny you say that though because I find this might just be a personal thing, but I find vibrators easier to use on myself on my own yeah definitely than using a like dildo. yeah yeah oh it, completely because agree. it's yeah. the angle was just easier <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's easier to kind of do um yeah. so is there, is there any other research we have before we move on to kind of our personal experiences yes yes absolutely so just a few other stats in this one study that i was looking at so they interviewed a thousand people a thousand adults um, which isn't that big of a study. It's a good number, but it's not massive. Um, but out of those 1,000, 63% of them actually said, yes, they use sex toys. Okay. So it's over half of them actually use, use sex, sex toys. toys. This is both men and women. Then I looked at, okay, people in relationships. Mm-hmm. And they actually had a look at, one, does the partner know? So 60% of uh, the people who participated in this study said, yes, their partner knows. didn't. However, 78% of women um, said that who were actually in a relationship, 78% of women who did the study were in a relationship. The other thing that was really interesting for me, and obviously I've had, I've been on both sides of this coin of having that conversation with a partner, is when do you actually initiate the conversation? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. mm, So... 
45% of people in this study said that they don't, they don't use it with a partner, they don't have the conversation. Um, 24% actually initiate it, so they want to use sex toys yeah. within their relationship, and then 31% uh, wait for their partner to initiate. Now, off the back of that, it was how long do people wait to actually have that conversation? conversation. So 18% do it right at the beginning. It's like straight off the bat, this is the conversation we're having. Um, 38% wait um, one month or, or just, yeah, over a month. Yeah. And then 44% are wow. one plus, uh, like one year plus. One year plus. Yeah. That is a big number. Yeah. So a lot of people won't have that conversation with their partner. Yeah. Or wait to have that conversation with their partner. Yeah. Till over a year. Which is really interesting because uh, the the therapist who actually was part of this study, and so she's actually a licensed uh, family and marriage therapist and also a sex therapist, um, she actually said her recommendation is to introduce sex toys into a relationship sooner rather than later because yeah. if you're not bringing it in at a certain time or earlier on in the relationship, if it is something you're interested in, yeah. remember, keep that in mind, is sometimes you run the risk of alienating your partner um, purely because it's been that long and they may not have known that you mm-hmm. have a sex toy or that you've been using one, you know, and they could be offended and they could yeah, be upset. And it could yeah. bring up a lot of feelings. Whereas if it's a conversation that you have, which again, it's so okay to have, like you're allowed yeah. to have those conversations. Absolutely. Um, and you should have those conversations. It's healthy yeah. to have those conversations with your partner because I guess that's the whole part of relationships is yeah. having that open communication where you can almost that you can discuss it with them and yeah. be like, hey, I really want to use this. What do you think? You know, mm-hmm. and have that validation. Well, not even no validation, but just kind of know that just you've been know heard. that you've had, yeah, heard, you've had that communication, you're honest with each other. And please, um, again, just letting you know, Cora and I sound very confident right now. We're I can really not tell you um, in, in my relationship at, at the moment, I have very open communication uh, about this sort of thing. However, in previous relationships or even with you know guys that I've seen not at all I remember when I was uh, quite a few years ago now having that conversation and someone the guy I was seeing brought it up and I just completely freaked out so it's something that I've grown used to and I've become more comfortable and confident talking about so if you're feeling fear come up Know it's that it's, completely it's normal. totally normal. I mean, like, it I, is a taboo in society absolute, sort of thing. Absolutely. So, and yeah. for me, like, so Naomi discussed that she's had with her current relationship, it's a little bit more open. But obviously for me, in my in my past relationships, um, I basically just, I was the one of those ones who waited for them to bring it mm-hmm. up. And I was so, and when they did bring it up, well, I think my my ex-boyfriend even brought it up. He just kind of came home with a, with a bullet and it was like, I'm using this on you. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. He, yeah, okay, this is happening. <laughs> But we had been sleeping together. We'd been on or sleeping together for two plus years at this point. Oh, maybe three plus years. Yeah, three plus years at this point. So it took me, th- it took us three years before him. Like he's like, okay, well, we're using this. Yeah. And for me to get that conversation going with him. But before that, I was, especially my last, I don't think I actually used sex toys in my last relationship mm. before my ex. So I was probably age of like, in my early 20s before I even touched a sex toy. Yeah. So trust us, like this, con- this standing confidence and stuff is now because we we're getting used to being making ourselves more comfortable mm. with it. But trust us, it's if it's you're a feeling, journey. It's a journey. You've it's got to go journey. on that journey to get to that point. Yeah. So with that kind of being said, I would say we'll kind of move on to our personal experiences, really. So Naomi, 
journey all the way back obviously I said that I didn't use my first sex toy which was a ball that my part my ex-boyfriend bought us mm-hmm. until I was in my early 20s mm-hmm. so that's obviously a long time ago mm-hmm. and before then I actually also I don't think I I think I've bought one sex toy in my life for yourself for myself I've bought like costumes for my boyfriend, like I've, yep. you know, bought stuff for my partner to dress up in, and, or he's, or we've bought toys together. Mm-hmm. Like we've we've shopped together, we've gone in, we were in Amsterdam, so we're looking in the um, outdoor shops there. But I haven't actually gone on to like a shop and bought something for myself for me to use until last year. Actually, was the yep. first time I did that. <laughs> so that's my. So I haven't got like that much experience, which is why I see I brought up the subject with Naomi about. How the hell do I buy a sex toy? What do I choose? What do I choose? So what's been your buying experience with sex toys? So I... Uh, okay, so I only started buying sex toys. I think I only first bought my own personal one probably last year. Oh, same as me then. However, um, I've purchased them with a partner before I've also had them bought for me Mm -hmm. yeah um I also have been to like a few years ago I went to sexpo for the first time I was like my early 20s and ended up buying like you know a a gift bag thing where there were heaps of different things in there and you just kind of get to explore it which is quite cool um but yeah I remember the first time someone gave me a vibrator a bullet vibrator and I was sitting there in shock and I didn't know what to do with it and I was like (laughs) totally confronted and totally out of my comfort zone and I think it's the first time where I really felt that I'm really intrigued by this but I don't want to show that I'm intrigued by it because I don't want to be judged or I don't want to show that I'm interested in sex Mm -hmm. and I don't want to come off as too much and so there was so much fear around it and again that taboo coming up yeah absolutely um so that was like a long time ago that was almost 10 years ago oh wow yeah okay yeah that first experience um but since then as I mentioned, like it's something that I'm very interested in and very passionate about because I find that if we're not educated, then we make poor decisions. And yeah. so I've made it a point to educate myself about certain areas and, and find out these things because, again, we're talking about sexual health. We're talking about sexual pleasure and you need to make sure that what you're using or what you're putting in your body and on your body is actually, you know, okay for your body like you want to make sure you're looking after yourself as well because that's what sexual pleasure is about it's looking after yourself (laughs) um so what have you bought then Naomi what kind of (laughs) things have you consequently bought since then oh okay so I have bought a a rabbit of some description which I can't remember off the top of my head um which I did not love Mm-hmm. have to be honest was not my favorite um I have bought I bought this air stimulator like recently a few months ago oh yes I remember yeah doing that. yeah and it's like the newest thing and the reason I actually purchased it was because I'd had a conversation and people were like um I'd been told oh if you use a vibrator too much you actually run the risk of desensitizing, desensitizing. yes yeah. I, I've heard that as well yeah 
And so I was like, oh my gosh, I need to go and find something new to use. Um, didn't do my research before I purchased it, but I ended up purchasing this thing. And to be completely honest, for anybody out there who has used it's like an, an air, air like it's an air pulsator thing, um, if it, you've had a good experience about it and you're willing to share, like please send us a DM because I would love to know if you mm-hmm. enjoy it. Yeah. For me personally, I really didn't. I thought it was a waste of money. Um, but so I purchased that and then I actually did some research, found out that no, it's actually a myth about desensitizing. Yay, that's good to know. Yeah. I think every woman of this is like, yes, thank God. Um, yeah, so for the most part, it's actually very uncommon to okay, desensitize. Um, yeah, obviously if you're using it a lot, then yes, you can go numb, but it it settles. It's just like using a jackhammer or, yeah. you know, I think in this um, article I was reading, they were also talk, talking about like a Theragun, like the massage yeah. guns and having that vibration run through your hands. So it's similar to that. Fair enough. Um, so I bought that. And... Trying to think of what else. I've had a lot of stuff bought for me. So I'm trying to think of what I've personally bought. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like I had a bullet bought for me and multiple bullets bought for me. Yeah, I've had interest like to be honest that's like me i've had i've like i said very I, blessed i the first toy i bought for myself like i said it was last year and it was a it was a jessica rabbit um vibrator i bought um but all the other my other toys like i've so i've had a bullet i've had um a wand i've had um bed restraints i've oh god bed restraints i've had um a butt plug i've had those type of toys all been bought for me mm. or I've bought with my partner mm. um, which is my ex-boyfriend so you would buy, buy everything together so a lot of the toys I've used I've used it as a couple I haven't really so this kind of year is I'm I'm kind of really doing it on my own and my own sexual pleasure which is exciting because you it's get to so explore exciting. and yeah. you get to find out really what you love yeah which again like shout out to everybody doing it on your own like absolutely explore you don't absolutely, you know yeah. take charge of that pleasure. and that's exactly what I'm going to try and do but yes yeah, so the things I've tried so for me like I said earlier in the earlier episodes for me the thing I look for is that is that is that clitoral stimulation um so the Jessica Robert for me is okay there you know I can get to that point because it's it's obviously find that g-spot so it's both um what's the word internal internal that's something. <laughs> no no not yeah, vaginal. So, vaginal that's what i was looking for yeah. vaginal and clitoral um so that's both so it's using both of them so obviously yes could get off on that mm. but it i just don't could get further and it was i just wasn't pushing me that bit further yeah. which is why i was researching other vibrators mm-hmm. um and the power they have in order to get to that stimulation for me um so that's what i've kind of tried and what i've liked um in terms of being in a couple bed restraints always great always <laughs> can't go wrong with bed restraints we had them literally tucked under our bed and my, my ex-boyfriend and my get tucked under our bed so it was like permanently there mm. but I remember one time we forgot to tuck them back under and, and they were like lying out and my friends walked and they were like well someone had fun like last night I'm like what are you talking about like Cora restraints I'm like sorry and I was like tucking them back under the mattress you saw nothing you, <laughs> you saw, saw nothing. nothing you saw nothing it's fine it's fine <laughs> so yes they're, they're always a good shout out <laughs> yeah no I think it's um I think it's very interesting when you start to explore this area and you take the plunge. I think if you haven't purchased a sex toy or you've been nervous to purchase one, 
Honestly, my biggest advice is to like look online. Like you mm. don't have to go into a sex shop. Because that's the daunting thing going on. I remember yeah. I was terrified. Like we lived opposite a sex shop in one of my houses in the UK. Um, which is where <laughs> Convenient. We, which is where my ex bought, bought our first vibrator. Which is where we bought our first vibrator. Um, but I was terrified of going into a sex shop because I was terrified of being judged. Yeah. And that was the biggest thing is being judged. Like when I was in Amsterdam, I felt like I... Because it was... It's so open, especially yeah. in, the red, in the red light district. It's so open. If you haven't been there, if you've been there, you understand what I'm saying. If you haven't yes. been there, it's when I say it's so open, it's literally like there's a sex shop or an adult shop on every single corner. Yeah. And people are coming in and out. Like there's, there is just no, ta- there's no one cares at all, mm. which is quite a nice feeling. And I felt like confident. I could walk in, see how my, my ex with me, so it was a little easier. But I could walk in and kind of and, and rummage through and see what's there. But the other thing I found, just on a side note, is what the hell do you do with it? Because there's so <laughs> many different types of toys out there. I'm like, how do you use it? Like, what way does it go? How, <laughs> how does that work? And that's the big thing also is working out and being okay to go, how the hell do I use this? Mm. So yeah, definitely online. If you are a bit nervous like I was, I went online, did a lot of research online and purchased my first vibrator yeah. online because I did was like I don't want to go into a store I don't want to ask anyone anything oh, no, no, and then no. nobody knows because then it comes in a box and nobody knows what's in the box and you get to bring it into your house and open it and nobody ever has to know yeah that's the one thing I must say like um uh, online adult shops are very discreet with their packaging which is always they quite are. nice they are fantastic I remember when <laughs> Naomi bought her one of her first um not first but one bought a sex toy and it had to be delivered to your parents house and you're like I really hope it doesn't have like love honey written all across it but it didn't it was just this nails brown box yeah, it was just just normal books. Um, so that's kind of coming towards the end of our episode. So I'm just going to quickly recap like our yeah. buying guide. So if you are thinking of purchasing a um, sex toy, the first thing to think about is what experience you want from it. Yeah, absolutely. What are you trying to achieve? Are you wanting, vagin- are you wanting vaginal? Um, by the way, this is for women because if you're a man, yeah. I don't know <laughs> what you want. <laughs> I was just thinking that's what I go through. I was like, that's for women. But yeah, sorry, for women, if you want clitoral, if you want vaginal, if you are with, are you with a partner, what type of experience do you want your partner to have? What type of experience do you want your partner to give you? Mm. Think about kind of that sensation you're looking for, because that will also then hugely limit down your categories of where to go for. So that's step number one. Step number two is... Is it for yourself or is it for you and your partner? Because obviously if it's got cords and cables and like that could be a bit awkward around body parts. Oops, sorry, I hit the sort desk. of like Cora knocking cords and cables right <laughs> exactly now. Exactly <laughs> like that. So um, yeah, so think about kind of when and how you're using it. And then obviously got link about um, materials and the yeah. material you want to use. And is it, do you want that more softer sensation with the silicone based stuff or do you not care if it's a little bit harder as well? Yeah, And making sure that you're, doing your due diligence like this is as we said at the beginning of the episode this is just our advice our experience um more so opening the conversation with you so that you actually feel like you can have that conversation yeah um but also make sure you're looking at what is right for you like for me I have a latex allergy so I have to make sure that any toy that I buy is latex free and there's no latex present because obviously that would be a disaster um so making sure that you're aware of these things and being okay to do a bit of research you know you can do the research from the comfort of your home nobody needs to know if you don't want anyone to know uh, but make sure that you are being safe you're looking after yourself and you're taking care of yourself absolutely so um we actually did go to a sex shop this evening <laughs> yes we um, did. because i did research. want to buy research because i did actually want to buy 
and, and, and your vibrator. So we did. I did purchase a little bullet. So did I. You also purchased a little bullet as well. A new so one. We will. <laughs> we will let you know how they how they go. We'll maybe maybe do a review another in another dark, after dark episode. Yeah, I think we'll probably do a review if we remember in, in our next, next one after dark episode. Yes, absolutely. In our, our check in, we'll do like a throwback to when we went into a sex shop in preparation for this <laughs> first this episode. After dark because episode. yeah, it was because it is. It's like a, it's like a, it's, it can be, I was so overwhelmed when I walked out. I was mm. like, wow, I don't even know where to start. Where to, where's the ones, where's the bullets, where's this, where's that? It can be so overwhelming. Yeah. So if you do get overwhelmed, don't be scared to talk to the people in the store. Yeah. Because I think I used to be terrified of going, they're going to judge me, they're going to judge me. It's like, oh, I can't talk to them. Yes, you can. They That's work That's literally there. their job. That's literally their job. Yeah. <laughs> and we did. And we asked that we had a really cool gentleman in the store who, who we asked and he helped us pick out the ones that suited our needs. Yeah, exactly. And also budget. Don't forget your budget, guys. Because I think everyone, I, the one thing I've always been shocked is actually how costly they can, some of them can yes. be. Um, and obviously, so just be wary of what budget you have because the worst thing you want to do is feel like you can't like, you know, just be realistic with your budgets. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so as we come kind of to a that's kind of wrapping our episode that's, up a yeah, little bit. I mean, that's really all we have to say to you today. Um, um, but yeah, yeah. leave us a DM. So like I said, we want to open up this conversation. So please leave us a comment or send us a DM about kind of anything that you want us to discuss, especially around kind of sexual pleasure. And yeah. maybe if it's something that you kind of, maybe want to ask your partner, you're not really, you're scared about asking them or if something you're like, you want us to kind of do some research on and, and try ourselves. Yeah. And we may, maybe we'll do like a episode where we just kind of try a whole bunch of suggestions of like different types of <laughs> oh. and like and just give you a kind of what we found and then we find funny within reason within, within reason, reason. <laughs> um but yeah so don't forget to um follow us on instagram and tiktok at same here me too yes um and thanks guys and have a lovely rest of your week yeah we'll catch you next week thank you so much for joining us for our first after, after dark, dark episode. episode love to know what you think yeah let us know your thoughts and shoot us a dm and uh, share any stories with us as well that you're willing to share. Absolutely. All right, guys. Thanks again. Talk soon. Bye. Bye.